Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Jed. song we're looking for. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you on Oilers Now. Guests on our show receive guest certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 99.90 Jasper Revenue. Tell Maggie and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers Now sent you. It's 1234 in Edmonton. Yes, uh, the debunking of the American myth. The uh, awe-inspiring uh, yearly run on NCAA college free agents. When sometimes there's guys right underneath your own nose. Let's uh, bring aboard Elliot Friedman because he's a guy that writes about these sort of things on 31 Thoughts, who the hot NCAA free agents are. And there's a lot of organizations that uh, fill out their 50-man lists. Uh, and, and, you know, most teams sign at least, I'd say, two to three a year. How are you doing, Elliot? I'm doing pretty well, Bob. How are you doing? Oh, you know, not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, what's going on these days? What's happened? Has that blockbuster deal been made yet, or no? Probably not. <laughs> I'm just having fun with you. Uh, actually, let's let's start with this. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. What are you referring to? I'm uh, nothing. What I'm referring to is this: Is it possible that yeah. we don't see a lot as much action as we thought over the next couple of weeks because everybody seemingly is still in it, at least yeah, in the West? You know, I think that's possible. You know. And especially, I think there are some teams that are back in it that really thought they were out of it. And number one on that list would be St. Louis. I mean, we how many rumors were there about their guys? And I think they looked at, they checked the market on a lot of their guys. And now all of a sudden, you know, they suffered a big loss last night, but they're still right near there. They may put it off. The 
depending on what happens. Yeah. Well, the Central Division, which, you know, at the start of the year, everybody's like, well, the Oilers got to get at least third in the Pacific because you're not getting in because there's going to be five teams out of the Central. And lo and behold, we wake up today, Elliot Friedman, and we're in a situation where you got three teams in the Pacific and the top six in the NHL and two teams in the Central that are really good, too. And then there's a big drop-off, you know, Colorado at 50 points. Yep. Right, Dallas is at fifty points. Minnesota yep. at forty nine points, and uh, yep. and then there's obviously the Oilers at forty nine. Like Edmonton, the Oilers win tomorrow night. They're in sixth in the Western Conference. I know it's pretty amazing, isn't it? It is, but it also is a sign that everybody's in it. I think that's delaying the process. The other thing that I'm hearing is that uh, teams like Ottawa and Los Angeles, like there aren't going to be trades to get done because. The ass are off the charts. Before... Yeah, it's early. You know, right. don't forget, we're yeah. still, you know, we're still five weeks out. And the other thing, too, is Ottawa has to figure out, you know, where, where they're going, right? Like, they're trying to get Stone done. Um, it takes two to tango. They're trying to get Stone done. They're in a bit of a dance with Duchesne. I think it's hard to see where that's going to go right now. And that's going to affect some of their other decisions. You know, I, I think, I, I think in Stone's case in particular, the Senators have to reach a point where they say, "Look, we got to know by X," and that's when their decision comes. Now, I do think the prices for uh, Muzzin are high, but they probably should be. I mean, the guy's having a heck of a year. What about Tafoli? You know, I don't know. I get, I get really mixed opinions on that you know you know i i think the biggest question is you know what do the kings think about their future is it long rebuild is it we're going to try again next year uh, i spoke to guys earlier in the season who thought it was 100 percent that the foley was getting dealt now i speak to guys and they're not as sure that maybe the kings might say okay um you know, we might try to see where we are. We aren't getting a lot what we want. Maybe we try again with him for the rest of the season and next year. So I'm not as sure on Toffoli as I was earlier in the year. Changes, but that's where I am right well, now. Well, situation's fluid. Elliot Freeman joining us from yep. NHL Hockey and Rogers. That was a good analogy you made regarding Yessa Poliarvi, by the way, and your 31 thoughts and where Jake Vertanen was at this exact time last year. Same age, by the way. Last year was a 20-year-old year for Vertanen, and he I think he got to 10 goals all season. Uh, Paul Yarby yeah. hit double-digit goals as a 19-year-old. He, he'd be the first to tell you he wasn't very good in Vancouver on um, Wednesday night. And today at practice, he was out there with Reeder and Brodziak, and he's got to get more competitive on a shift-by-shift basis. I just personally, Elliot, I look at it with Paul Yarvey, and like Bouchard's a non-starter. The Oilers have been looking for a right-shot offensive puck-moving defenseman forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they did trade away a guy before he got to 300 games in Jeff Petrie. They also mm-hmm. traded away Justin Schultz. I'll say this about Schultz. Mm-hmm. I personally felt it, he needed to go for his own. Like he was, it was, it was bad here for him in the mm-hmm. end. And mm-hmm. there's some, you know, there's some individuals in this marketplace that don't make it easier on the players. 
and then that whips up. Yeah, it happens, right? And Are I say, you talking about yourself? No, not at all. I would okay. be one of the guys that <laughs> I'd be one of the guys that believes in preaching just patience. You're fine. I'm just yes, fine. you know. Uh, there's some guys that look at life through the eyes of a third line winger. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, like I I see it. You know, at some point in time, you have to develop your own prospects, right? Yep. But Bob, like you're there every day. You're around that team every day. You're you you have better access than most. Would you disagree with the statement that they are hell bent for the playoffs and they have? Oh no no, they're hell bent for the playoffs. That's completely yeah. fair. Yeah. And sometimes decisions get made uh, for reasons that aren't only hockey reasons. Uh-huh. Sometimes they get they get made for business reasons. Now I'm not saying Pulleyarv is going to get dealt. I think there's people in the organization who feel the same way you do that they shouldn't do it and they should wait it out. I don't think there's any currency with the player either. That's part of the equation here. I don't think you get the valuation on the player. Like, you know, we're in a market. I don't know about that. You know, I think I think what happens is, it, it, Bob, it becomes a giant poker game. Right. Like, like, like there. If you guys were to say, okay, Pulyarvi's available. Let's just say if. There would be a lot of interest, I think. I think there would be a lot of teams out there that would say, hmm, you know, it didn't work there, but maybe it can work here. Yeah. I think the problem is is that you're not going to be able to nest the unless somebody decides they absolutely have to have them and they want to take their shot with them, or what you want is something that they want to rid themselves of. Yes. Then they're going to say, look, we we like them. We we we're happy to have them, but where you're trading them based on not what we think he can do, but what he's done. Well, and in fairness, and that's the problem. Like yeah. people are going to try to get him for less than what he could get. Well, no we have problem. a rat, we have a rattled market right now here in Edmonton, yeah. and you know, like Ryan Spooner today again looks like he's going to be a scratch tomorrow. That would mean that's the sixth time he has been scratched since mm-hmm. coming to a trade. Uh, to Edmonton in a trade for Ryan Strome. The team mm-hmm. is the team's trying to gap fill a third line center role, and Strome mm-hmm. was far from a perfect player, and he didn't always have the uh, greatest intensity on the ice. But he was slowly developing into a third line center that could kill penalties. And 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 you know what? You can make the argument both players needed a new start. Strome needed a yep. new start. Spooner made a new start. I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised. It's I mean we had Louis DeBrusque on yesterday. He saw Spooner play a lot. He said he you know he said he's surprised that he hasn't gained any traction here. He hasn't gained mm-hmm. any traction here. So we'll have to see how it play. I mean, it's like, a bad match. Like the the head coach and the player there, they're a bad they're a bad match. Well, he also hasn't. I mean, when he was acquired, a couple guys said to me, "Well, he's a seven, like a number seven yeah. forward." And I I personally believe the number seven forward is the third line center because that's a pretty important position. But so yes. but he has even been an eight or a nine for the Oilers, and someone said to me recently, "Well, he's got to play in your top six to be any good." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, then he has to compete if you're going to play the top six because those are coveted spots." We're, I guess where I'm going with this, Elliot, is I know the Oilers are hell bent to make the playoffs. That's a yeah. the organization, and it is a turtle derby right now to get in. Like yep. maybe a bunch of teams pull their heads out of their you know what and get going here. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look at it at the end of the day, there, I, there's not a chance I'd move Bouchard. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I haven't heard that. You know, I have not and then I have not heard that Yamamoto and Pulleyarby. Some people say you can only have one of those guys. That's you know what. To, I don't know if I buy that either. Yeah, 
I, I can understand that perspective, but now the number one, given this draft year, um, assuming that you lottery protect it, you know. Well, you know, here's the thing. What do, what are you talking about for lottery protect? Like, what, how high are you talking? Let's say out of the top eight. I don't think you're going to be able to do that because there's a chance you might finish in the bottom eight. Yeah. How are you, how are you going to be able to protect in the? I mean, I mean, anything can happen. Could I, you go? The, could, you know what? Could you go the other way where you move out a contract or two in the deal of guys that maybe haven't performed for you with the number one? Sure, you could. Why not? Yeah. See that that. But the thing is, like, I don't think you're going to be able to protect it. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Is it? it you never know what could happen, Bob. I mean, you could always do something that allows you to do uh, that. But it's going to be tough to protect it for the top eight if there's a better than decent chance you're going to finish it. All I mean, right, so let's be more. It's going to be top eight. Let's be more Probably realistic. Probably top three. Let's go top three. I was going to yeah. say. Let's go top three, and then we're having a different conversation. Yes. Elliot Freeman. And for- then, and, but that means, you know, the scary thing about that is, for me, Bob, is that you guys bet, the Oilers is an organization, you bet that there's no way that this year was going to be like last year, which I think was a reasonable bet. I, I don't think anybody thought, well, I shouldn't say anybody. I'm sure people thought it, but I didn't think the Oilers would have this kind of year this year. Okay? I thought you'd be better than you were last year. Now, if you're going to say, okay, we're going to say top three protection this year for argument's sake, or you get our first pick no matter what next year, what does this year teach you about making that kind of a bet? Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, we just got a, a couple texts covered in here, Elliot, on our yeah. Heartland Ford text line out of Fort Saskatchewan. Bob Strom didn't need a new start. He was figuring it out in Edmonton. They needed to stick with him, and that's you can uh, you can make that argument, you know. And ironically enough, he's outscored uh, Spooner. Uh, you know, he's got six going with uh, the Rangers, and Spooner's got two goals. And and again, that's part of the frustration in this marketplace. Uh, do I think the owners thought they were going to be better? Yes. I'll tell you, yep. I I don't know how to pronounce the guy's last name. He's with the Athletic. His first name's Dom. It's like Lecision or something. Did you know yeah. that? And we had him on, and he's like, uh, I'm sorry, man, but my model, which you know predicted the orders were going to be well yeah. under what people thought last year, doesn't have them substantially improved this year. And uh, mm-hmm. Now, again, it is still possible the Edmonton Oilers could finish sixth overall in the Western Conference. Now they don't. Yeah, nobody, the, nobody, nobody's terrifying you in that battle around you. No, and that's so. Let's talk about some potential guys out there. Michael Furland in Carolina. You think they? Uh, there's no way the Hurricanes get him signed. I think it's extremely unlikely, and that that deal yesterday with Niederreiter makes me tend to believe it's even less likely now. Just to give you an idea, Bob, uh, there have been some rumors about numbers floating around there that he was looking for, say, $6 million a year, Tom Wilson money, whatever it is. I've had people uh, say to me that money was never discussed, but I, I do think that maybe term was potentially discussed. And if you're looking at anywhere from six to eight years, you know that means a big ticket in UFA. So. I think it's. Uh, I don't think he's getting signed in Carolina. I think he's going to be available. I think there's going to be a lot of interest. 
But I, I think one of the more interesting developments is I've had some guys say to me they think there are teams that have no interest in trading for him because they don't want to give up the assets, but will circle back around him this summer if he doesn't sign with the team that acquires him. Wayne Simmons. I think it's more likely than not that he's getting traded. Um, I think there's a few teams interested. Um, I think, I'll tell you this, I think it has not been an easy process for Wayne Simmons. I think he wanted to be a flyer. Uh, He loves being a flyer. He liked being part of that organization. I think the whole process has has been very difficult for him. Um, I think the other thing that makes it tough is that the organization made a decision to pay James Van Riemsdyk and not him. And I think whenever that happens, it's very difficult for a player because you're there and they go out and sign somebody else. I think he's getting dealt. Um, I've mentioned Nashville several times. I'm curious to see if uh, a number of uh, legitimate contenders uh, take a look at, at Simmons because he plays the kind of game you think that would be uh, there in the playoffs. I can see. I mean, Boston didn't like paying a first rounder last year for Rick Nash, so I don't know if they do that again. But he seems to be the kind of guy who would fit in Boston. Well, they they had three first rounders one year, and they hit on Jake DeBrusque, and they're still waiting on the other two guys. But um, yeah, that's uh, a, a couple guys out of. What are you hearing on Detroit? Like Ny- you know, Nyquist, uh, and is it possible that you could maybe? procure um, maybe a guy like Anthony Mantha or Andreas Athanasiu out of there? Uh, I, I think the price on those guys would be would be really high. Uh, right. I, I think it would cost you a lot to get those guys. I mean, I'd reported earlier in the year that Jimmy Howard was a first-rounder, and I saw yesterday that somebody reported that, uh, that that was still the case, one of the local reporters in Detroit. And I think that's the case for Nyquist, too. Nyquist also has a no-trade clause, so he controls uh, some of his future. Um, so, But I think, I think there's a decent chance that Jimmy Howard resigns. So I'm not even convinced that he's going to be available. Nyquist, I think because he's a scorer, some people are going to take a look at him. You know, at MSU, last year, I think there were some teams that took a stab at him. Um, I think Detroit's offseason and some of the things that they do or don't do probably determines the future of some of those players. New York Rangers, Matt Zuccarello, Kevin Hayes. Well, Kevin Hayes, there's a lot of interest. He's a center. He's played pretty well this year. Uh, I don't think the Rangers are going to have any any difficulty uh, moving Kevin Hayes. And as a matter of fact, they'll probably be able to, to have a bit of an auction for him. I think one of the things they're going to wait to see, though, is for example, is Duchesne available? And and if he's not, boy, that drives up the price for for Hayes a lot. So, you know, Jeff Gordon's a guy who likes to wait, and I think some other availability could determine what the situation is with Kevin Hayes. As for Zuccarello, you know, he started to heat up, and and David Quinn had an interesting comment about him the other day. He talked about how, you know, Zuccarello, and Zuccarello has admitted that not being signed by the Rangers took a really emotional toll on him. He loves being a Ranger, like, sort of like we talked about with Simmons. Um, but he's going to get traded. He's starting to play well. He's got a proven playoff history. Uh, I don't think the last year they traded Grabner for a second in a prospect. 
I think that's kind of what they look for. Um, I, I, now, I believe that you guys at least looked at it. I don't know that you're going to do it. I think you guys, and I don't think you guys are doing somebody like him for a first-round pick or a Pugliarvi. I think if you do that, it's for somebody with team control. But I'll tell you this. I've watched a lot of Matt Zuccarello over the years. I realize he's a little bit older now. You could do a, a hell of a lot worse than him uh, over a, a short run in a playoff run. Elliot, Jacob Silverberg. So Bob Murray said that he wants to try and keep him. And, you know, they had – it wasn't easy earlier in the year. I heard they really weren't that close. And one of the things that I think that um, they – have a problem with is, and I'll try to make this as easy as possible, is there's this thing in the CBA called tagging. Yes. And basically, the way it works is this year the salary cap is 79.5. The simplest way I can describe it is you can't have a situation where for next season your team has salaries on the books that are over $79.5 million. You can't be over next year's cap already or over you can't be over this year's cap number in your commitments for next season anaheim is close i think they freed up a bit when they traded cogliano for sure and i think some of these other moves might have freed up some money for them uh, but that said um they they're close and i think that's affected the conversation although it should be a little bit easier for them now a year from this now, uh, time, uh, from right now, a year from now, are we having this conversation about Taylor Hall in New Jersey? I think we're going to know the answer to that well before a year from now. Okay. Um, I, I just think that New Jersey uh, won't allow itself to put, to be in the same position the Islanders were in with John Tavares. I mean, geez, the Islanders are two points behind the Maple Leafs, and Whoever would have seen that coming, but I I just don't believe that the Devils will allow it to get to that point. And if they feel that Taylor Hall won't sign with them, uh, that decision will be made. I, I bet much sooner. Okay. Um, speaking of the Maple Leafs, and a lot of people point fingers at Milan Lucic, and everybody's got a tough contract. But how about that Nikita Zaitsev contract right now? Yeah, I think he's available. Uh, I, I don't think there's. Uh, I don't think he's got three assists. He's making he's making four million a year on a seven-year deal. He's got three assists in forty-six games on one of the best teams in the league. I thought he was a puck mover. Yeah, you know what? It's not even it's not even the the points, Bob. It's it's simply that he just hasn't like his first year. I thought he was really good. Last year, not as good. And you're kind of looking at year three to figure out where you are and. He has really, really struggled. And, uh, you know, I, I know when, uh, you know, Nick had mentioned that when Toronto was talking to St. Louis about Angelo that Zaitsev's name came up, and I, I believe that's totally true. Um, you know, I, I, he has I really negative tra- He has negative trade equity. How, like... No, because you know what? Because if Toronto was going to do... But it was going to be part of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if Toronto was going to do that... You know, Zaitsev was probably going to have to be part of it to make it work. But in a, it wasn't just, uh, come on, it wasn't just Petrangelo for Zaitsev. Right, right. There were going to be other other pieces in that deal. 
but I do think that he's available. There's no question about that. He's really struggled. He's gone backwards. Yeah, uh, that's a tough one. All right, Elliot, great stuff. Uh, we'll be watching you this weekend, okay? All right, Bob, enjoy the game tomorrow night. We'll try to. That's Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. It's 12.55 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. All right, uh, one of the last calls we're going to have for a trip that's going to have a lot of last calls. Nashville, one of the most exciting arenas in the NHL. Soilers Now package includes airfare, hotel accommodations, all-inclusive game tickets, including food and beverage in Nashville, all your transportation, a welcome reception with yours truly, and special guests, plus parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Space limited. Get on this roadie to Nashville. For the Orders Now road trips, call the travel experts, New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or online at newwesttravel.com. The Edmonton Orders play the Calgary Flames. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tomorrow night, Flames assistant GM Craig Conroy at 105 after a global news weather traffic update, Morgan Black. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.